welcome to this episode of the Anchor by the Sword podcast. I cannot wait for you to hear the freedom story of the individual on today's episode. I pray that you will glean something from their stories and that something they would say would help you in your journey with God. Thanks for joining us today and let's roll. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's podcast. I am so excited to have as a guest one of my longtime best friends, Nikki Osborne. We met when I was 16 and we've known each other for 26 years, so you can do the math as to how old I am. <laughs> um, we have been through a lot of ups and downs. She has been one of the constants in my life. Even when we uh, did not see each other for a long time, we still knew we were there for each other. And she is golden, y'all. So I cannot wait for you to hear from her today. So, hey, Nikki. Hello. Uh, Why don't you tell the people about yourself? All right. I am 40 years old, been married 20 years to my longtime love, Jason. (laughs) We have three teenagers. Three teenagers. Crazy. I, I know. My youngest just turned 13 last month. My oldest is 18 and my middle is 14. Wow. Yes. That is insane because I remember when we were 16 and 15. Right. I know. Like yesterday. (laughs) It was yesterday. I don't know what, I don't know what happened to the world. Like we stopped aging. I agree. My kids are getting older. (laughs) I'm not. Exactly. Exactly. I know most of you will probably agree with that. Yeah. So uh, what do you do? I am a paraprofessional Mm -hmm. or a teacher's aide Uh um, at the elementary I actually went to. Uh-huh. Uh, I've been doing that since 2018, and I love it because <laughs> I get the benefit of working with the young kids uh-huh. without being the teacher. Right. I'm, just, I'm support staff. I work with students who need a little extra help. I make copies. I do lunch. Mm-hmm. Keep That's the <clears throat> side note for today. Yeah. Keep your kids covered in prayer because you want them to walk God's path. But you also want them to find their own path yes. with God, not to walk ours. Yes. So I love that. just a side note. Absolutely. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, how long have you been going to church? I've been going to church since I was like seven. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the Baptist church. My, um, my parents, uh, we went as a family, but as the years went on, they sort of fell back. Mm-hmm. And I had parents who had faith, but they weren't, they weren't like real strong in it, but uh-huh. they made sure that my brother and I had our dollar for offering and they put mm-hmm. us on the church bus cause it would go around and uh-huh. pick up the kids. So that's something I did every week from the age of like seven to 13. Uh-huh. So that was my experience with church it was the Baptist church. And I would go with my grandparents sometimes at the night services, but my parents definitely wanted us there. When did you come to know Jesus? Now, I was, I would say I was, I was six because I would go to that church with my grandparents once in a while. Mm -hmm. And I, and I remember because, you know, the Baptist church, I believe that the practices is you go and you say the Lord's prayer with an adult. And, and I did that. And I, and I feel like that that was like true salvation for Mm -hmm. me because at six years old, I said the prayer and I mean it. I I mean it. Oh gosh. I meant it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I meant it. And, and, and I've always had a relationship with God. I've always had a love for God mm-hmm. and even going to the Baptist church, very, it was like very religious. Mm-hmm. Um, but I prayed every night as a child. Uh-huh. That was one thing 
I never didn't do. Uh-huh. Hey, guys, there's something you don't know about Nikki and I. A couple things. Number one, when we met at 16, I was not going to church. Right. Nikki and I met at the Canton South YMCA. Mm-hmm. Um, we were both swimmers. Well, her more than me. Um, I was just, you know, whatever. Anyways. Um, <laughs> That's where everyone went. Yes. It was where the entire, like, area went and hung out, which it's right. no longer there. It's really sad. Yeah. But, um... She's the one who invited me to church when I was 16. And also, right before I went to college, her and I got baptized together on the same day at Baylor Beach Park. So that was back in 97. That's another interesting fact about Nikki and I. That's right. (laughs) I I didn't forget about that, but I sort of, it's one of those things in the back of, oh yeah. That was the same day. Because I, yeah. Yeah. It was My, a church picnic. It was a church picnic at Baylor Beach. That was that was awesome because the public was still there. Yeah. So the fact that we had a church picnic there and, you know, there's multiple people getting baptized. Yes. Like you had the public out there during a pool break mm-hmm. and they got to, they, they watched it. You yeah. Know? So that is a testimony in itself of just Jesus doing work, especially because us, because we were teenagers. Like, right. And I was getting ready to go to college. Right. I remember <laughs> that. I mean, you know, to use the term freedom story, uh, yes, I, I decided I have many, Yes. but where it begins is I grew up in the Baptist church mm-hmm. and then at 13, some unfortunate and unfortunate events happened in our church and with our pastor and, mm-hmm. um, that church like closed down, mm-hmm. um, after some years and I stopped going. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 13, 14, 15 years old, I wasn't in the church. Mm-hmm. I, I was a good student. Mm-hmm. I was a good child. Um, I wasn't rebellious. Um, I really didn't give my parents a hard time, but I knew something was missing. Uh-huh. And you know what? When something is missing, you search for it in different ways. Right. And as a young teen, you know, it was just like the basic being boy crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was the big thing, hanging out with friends, I didn't know what was missing, though. But when I was a freshman, I had a neighbor. We grew up. We were, like, good friends when we were young. And then she got mature and hung <laughs> out with people I didn't hang out with. And mm-hmm. so we sort of just parted ways. But when I was a freshman, we sort of reunited because she started driving. <clears throat> and, you know, she started offering me rides to school. Mm-hmm. And her friends were in the car smoking, cussing all of the things that I didn't do, but mm-hmm. I was being exposed to it. And when you're exposed to things like that, it desensitizes you to um, what's right, what's wrong. Those mm-hmm. things start to become gray. The lines get blurred. And so it's really easy just to fall off the path that you know you're on, that you want to be on, and go that way. So I really feel like I was, in, at, an, I was at an impasse when I was a freshman because I was, I was with her more and her friends not partaking what they were doing, but just being exposed to it. And then I met some more friends at school who were, they were labeled Jesus freaks. <laughs> you know who I'm talking uh-huh. about. Yep. And it was just a coincidence because we were, I was in track with these, with these friends and it, the fire and like the love and the passion that they had for Jesus. Like I loved Jesus. I was still praying to God every night. Like that never fell away. But they invited me to youth group, mm-hmm. and I went to a Wednesday night youth group, and 
I can even feel it right now. Like I remember what that feeling was like people worshiping and praising God and raising their hands and like not being afraid to speak in tongues or to dance or, or just to like let themselves go. I'd never seen any of that because I grew up in the Baptist church where it was very subdued and we sung from hymnals. Not that there's not beauty in that because I I have a deep appreciation for that and the way that I grew up because I feel like it gave me the foundation for where I was going. I went to a youth group that Wednesday night and I was introduced to Jesus in a way that I, I didn't know. And that Mm -hmm. was what I was missing was that relationship with, with God in a way where it was, um, it was tangible. Mm -hmm. It was like, in me and I, it was emotional. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. And, and I felt him and like the next day at school, like it was so weird because I had a friend, she went with me and we were like, we got rid of all of our things that we thought were worldly. Like we were dumping our boyfriends who were like not equally yoked with us. Like uh-huh. it was just a new experience. And uh-huh. I feel like that's where my freedom began when I learned that not to sound cliche, but like it's not about religion. It's about relationship. It didn't seem like you were down, heading down the wrong path yet, right? but he stopped you in your tracks. Right. It was sort of like that, you know, the road less traveled, uh-huh. I feel like, because I could have easily went down that other path uh-huh. and eventually succumbed to like those temptations and those sins. But I, I like I said, I met this, the friends from the youth group and I got to experience that and that. I mean, that sticks with me to today. Like, to me, mm-hmm. that's where it started. That's awesome. Now, speaking of today, yeah. how does God continue to show himself to you? He shows himself to me in the way that he has answered past prayers. Uh-huh. And he's very faithful in answering those, not always the way that I think he should or in in the time frame that I feel that he should. But uh-huh. as I've grown in, in my walk with God, um, I've gone through some really like desert times. I've gone through hard marriage things. I've gone through things with my children that um, the only thing that has gotten me through those is my prayers. Mm-hmm. There is so much in life that we deal with that we absolutely cannot control. And I have learned to let those things go. Mm -hmm. They devastate me when it's something negative or tragic in my life. But I cling to God. And I cling to God in a way that it's all that I have. So therefore, I do it. Mm -hmm. And I learned many, many years ago that that's where I I can control. I can control how I handle the hard things in life by praying to God and giving it to Him. Mm-hmm. And it sounds so simple and elementary, but really at the core of it, it is the most powerful thing. Because when we give God absolutely everything in our life, whether it's our, our marriages, our, our children, our jobs, um, even just the day-to-day you know, routines that we have, that glorifies Him. Right. And, and my comfort is, is, Lord, whatever you're doing, whatever you have for me, I want you to be glorified. I don't need this for myself. Mm-hmm. I need it, but I need you to answer it the way you want to answer it. That's where I'm at today. Um, I, I've got lots of stories. <laughs> I have lots of testimonies, things that God has brought me out of, um, where he has saved my family, where he has saved my children, he has saved my marriage. Mm-hmm. But it, it's all in allowing him to have control. 
because there's a freedom in that for us. Like we don't have to like hold the world on our shoulders. Like he is good and he's faithful and he answers our prayers. Amen. That's my freedom is knowing I have that and I've seen it and I've lived it Mm -hmm. and it's to God's glory. I want all things to glorify him. Amen, sis. Yeah. (laughs) What anchor verse has helped you stand on those promises? I'll tell you what it is. It's James 1.5. tells us that if we ask for wisdom, God will give it generously without finding fault. Because it's, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. This hasn't been like a lifelong one. This has been one that I've clung to since probably like 2012. Mm-hmm. where I was going through probably the hardest time in my life. Aside from losing my dad, this was a time in my marriage that I had no control. I had a husband who was completely lost, mm-hmm. and therefore I was completely lost because the stability that I felt that I had in that area of my life was gone. Like, just, it was gone because I'll tell you what, I was up up nights, I listen to the worship CD, Hungry. Like, I know that goes back to 2000. That's, like, my go-to. And um, reading The Power of a Praying Wife mm-hmm. over and over and over and praying to God in the wee hours of the morning. And he showed me that verse, lacking wisdom. Like, at that point, like, wisdom is a thing. Yeah, everybody wants wisdom. But if you're lacking it, and I knew I was lacking it, mm-hmm. I asked for it. And I feel like he gave it to me. And therefore, I I prayed my way out of that situation, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. I was it asking does. for wisdom. And then I going through the Proverbs and um, saying that over and over. And that's a whole other story, but I'll tell you that's um, where that anchors me. Because now that my children are older, they were very young when all of this happened. But, and I prayed over them, but now that they're older, ask God for wisdom. Mm -hmm. Like seriously, ask him for wisdom. He wants to give it to us because when we are going through those things in our lives that where it's like, Hey, what do I do? What do I do? Ask for wisdom. He's going to give it to you and he gives it generously and he doesn't hold it back from us. And I believe it holds us back from a multitude of sins, trying to control things, trying to, you know, pride getting in the way, you Mm -hmm. know? It keeps you humble, but it also serves him and it glorifies him because we're reacting to situations or events we have no control over, but we're doing it in a way that glorifies him and it shows us the path. Amen. How else can I end? (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. Thank you so much, Mm -hmm. Nikki, for coming on today. And I hope to have you back for some, uh, maybe we'll dive into a few more stories at some point, but Um, I will put links to the Prayer of a Praying Woman inside uh, the show notes. And also, you're going to have to remind me of the CD so that that way I can link that in there, too. Again, thank you so much for coming on today. Let us know um, what you took out of this episode. (laughs) And I'll see you next week. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you like what you've heard, make sure you hit the subscribe button in your favorite app so that that way you don't miss an episode. And also while you're at it, if you could leave a five-star review so that other people can find this podcast. Now go out 
and live your God-given freedom story today. Talk to you soon.